CIA, bro. I'm getting kind of crazy over there. It's all CIA. It's funny because my commie friends say that there isn't a lot of unrest in Cuba and that, um, you know, of course, the embargoes that America has put on yeah. Cuba is the reason why they're having problems. And then I have my cuban conservative friends Mm -hmm. who are saying we need to carpet bomb cuba these people are being tortured and starved to death we need to have military intervention i'm like all all both of these people have good points of course the the last thing i said was a a little (laughs) dramatic you know what i mean but they all have evidence to back up what they're saying so i'm just staying out of it entirely i mean of course i'm not an interventionist i've heard a shit ton of uh i will i'll specify the subset so i'm not lumping everyone in terminally online lefties oh yeah implying that there is like a physical blockade not an embargo Mm -hmm. like this shit has gotten so blown out of fucking proportion the the conservative cubans will tell you that the government denies our uh our supplies we try to send them yeah if that's true i don't you know i mean i don't know well i mean the u.s i think we no i i think i can say this confidence we are the largest exporter of goods to cuba on like a uh humanitarian aid front is that true not like a trade thing that's interesting um so you're welcome if it's not making it there yeah yeah then what's what's going on? But whenever it's you boil ninety everything, miles off the coast of Florida, you boil everything down to just it's the CIA and it's a lot easier to navigate. Boom. And then you call all the Cubans that say that communism is bad gusanos. Yes, sir. Uh, one of my communist friends, super communist, like we got to throw him off. Yeah, we just talked to communist. Him. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, he was posting pictures of uh, Cubans waving Cuban flags at a big pro-cuba rally in like havana he's like well look at this i'm thinking well are they going to send out pictures into the world of cubans protest uh, writing against the government you know what i mean so that's kind of you're a little bit uh you know partisan i mean even if you could humor the idea that it's inside there yeah even if you could humor that the idea is that like it's a totalitarian government yeah i mean actually even if they weren't i mean the u.s which uh, regardless of what the same commie folk will tell you, is not a totalitarian government. True. We're not going to willfully like export Hand me that charger. like a bunch of. Uh... Oh, 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 it's been there the whole time. Yeah. Holy shit! I thought you were looking for an excuse to end the podcast. No. <laughs> um, you know all these all these people will tell you like um, uh, that all of it's disinfo. Yeah. Except really, like nine times out of ten, enlightened centrist angle, it's somewhere in the middle. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Maybe. 50% of the population of Cuba is not American CIA agents. Yeah. Maybe, is that a big thing that most Cuban residents are CIA? There's, well, not to that extent, but yeah. like that this is all a CIA op. Okay. That they have, that we're just trying to, because everything that, everything bad that happens to any country is because of CIA involvement. Okay. Yeah. Um, so nothing bad can happen to a country that we don't have a direct hand mm. in. Therefore, this okay. must be. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm hashtag not all. Yeah. But that is like becoming a more and more prominent talking point. Huh. Um, it's just kind of gross. Things yeah. things can go bad without well, the US fucking it, it up. It's true, right? It's possible. It might be rare. It's possible. Anything is possible through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. Strengthens so jot me. that down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Cuba, best of luck to you, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, I don't really have an opinion on it. Um, I don't know. People escape from Cuba on trash rafts, so it has to be. <laughs> Not the best place on earth, right? <laughs> I mean, like, e- 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 even if the reason why is because of America mm. with their embargoes, it's still a shitty place to live. I mean, uh, well, what, Barry about lived to his 40 years ago? 
What is Barrio Buttlift? The boat lift that was all of... In 1980, the, yeah. yeah. The the preface for the movie Scarface. Yeah, which I saw recently for, for the, the first, first time. time. And it's one of the greatest films I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. And you can quote me on that. It's one of the greatest, finest films I've ever seen. It's very good. Yeah. On a meme level and on like an actual... Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, that, that was one of my film class movies. But yeah, didn't... didn't so Castro released a bunch of prisoners and also anyone who wanted to leave, right? I'm pretty sure. That's what the opening of Scarface says, <laughs> that he opened up the ports to anyone who wanted to leave and also a shit ton of prisoners. Yeah. So a bunch of criminals came to America. Well, I mean, wouldn't prisoners want to leave? Yeah. But, but you know, that's the reason why South Florida is so red. Yeah. It's because there's a lot of conservative Cubans. Well, we've mentioned they obviously we've mentioned that before. It's kind of like a kind of a concave brain uh, like just shit republican take yeah but there is truth to it that like a lot of a lot of poc do not share the same ideology as the democratic party yeah yeah um yeah that's that's something they'll never learn well i mean like uh oh i actually saw a very fun thing uh it was a heat map of uh catholicism in the united states uh so they had protestantism catholicism all mostly in hispanic areas so it was uh it was south florida um naturally not as much as the other ones that i'll say but a lot of south florida central california down really yeah um the bottom halves of new mexico and arizona wow and then the western side of texas it's so mexican yeah wow well and then i'm sorry of course the exception being new england area boston new york yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah i'm sure chicago there are a couple of areas it wasn't lit up that much really yeah Yeah, yeah, a little bit yeah. yeah Yeah, that's that's no surprise. The the uh, Hispanics, especially Mexicans, love their Catholicism. Oh yeah, they love it. And now the Africans. Is that's, that true? Um, that's that's the biggest. That's the hottest place for Christianity right now is is Africa. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, for Catholicism or just for Christianity at large. I think it's Catholicism mostly, but just in general Christianity, it's sprouting up big there. No shit. Yeah. Here's one that I that I would uh, ask I, I you it was to a spider, but it was just that lamp. You that scared light. me. Yeah, that's, that's the quickest I've ever seen you move. <laughs> uh, like me going for peanuts. For some reason, that knot of lights looked like an organic bean to me, <laughs> and it freaked me out. That's what THC. I'm does getting to your fucking fever. Brain. We've been here for five hours. Um, well, buckle up because you got three more before you're out of the DMV, buddy. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, the DMV story. It, it, it's over. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, I made yeah. it out. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to wrap it up because there wasn't a whole lot past uh just the line. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fuck. Oh, on that map for the Catholicism. Thing, yeah. Um. Explain to me why. Uh. Why South Louisiana was lit up. I'd imagine it's because of the French. Okay. So that's what my girlfriend said too. Yeah. I've never. I might be just geopolitically stunted uh-huh. i've never known the french catholics to be like a massive group no you're right uh the french are largely atheist it's a pretty atheist country france. is that true a lot of atheists in france i mean france, that fits yeah. for them yeah but... they're so nihilistic yeah and evil. well there can be nothing above france yeah right yeah right uh but i maybe like the jesuits oh do you think the jesuits because there were uh, Jesuit priest colonies in Louisiana. Okay. They famously, when the Pope made an announcement to all Catholics that slavery was a no-no mm-hmm. in like the mid-1800s, the Jesuits in, I think, Louisiana 
instead of freeing them, just sold them. It's all right. <laughs> well, we don't have slaves anymore. We sold well, them all. <laughs> okay, an expedient business move, right? I mean, yeah, it's if, smart. If the tide is going toward, yeah. you're going to have to give them away. <laughs> yeah, it's smart. Um, but I'm guessing <laughs> probably the Jesuits yeah. or maybe even the, the French Catholics. But French Catholics, you don't really hear too much about French Catholics. Yeah, I, I thought I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I know they have parishes, but I don't know if that's a Catholic exclusive thing or if that's also a prot thing. Well, parishes are just counties over there. Well, true. But I mean, like, yeah. like parish in the traditional sense. Yeah. Of a like a Catholic parish. Yeah. 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 I don't know, actually. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to Google that later because yeah. that's kind of piqued my interest about Louisiana. Call in and tell us how you feel about Louisiana. All those Cajun goofballs listening to the, the horse house. All you Cajun nuts out there. You Cajun peanuts. <laughs> Give us a call. Tell us why you're all a bunch of cats. <laughs> Louisiana is an interesting place. Yeah. Like a swamp. I was watching a like a swamp. I was watching a exploitation film called Goodbye Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Goodbye, Goodbye Uncle Tom for a little bit, and then after that we'll we'll have to cap this off. Yeah, uh, my inter- I'm sure my computer can only hold so much. Um, what disc remaining for recording? Ninety one hours and fifty nine yeah. minutes. Holy sh! Yeah, I guess audio doesn't really take up too much. Well, yeah, it? I mean this is only like uh, what? This is gonna be five megs whenever it's all said. Yeah, yet. right. No. Uh, so, um, there were two, two Italian filmmakers mm-hmm. in the sixties and seventies. They would make something called shockumentaries. Okay. So based on what you've told me so far, I'm picturing Harmony Corinne with a handlebar mustache. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, cause I mean like that could, would you call like, uh, like his shit shockumentary or is this like a different vibe this is more of like we took a camera crew into mm-hmm. the jungles of africa and this is what we filmed oh, okay. and it's almost a lot of fake exploit exploitative shit got it yeah so exploitation films let's cover real quick i'm sure most of the listeners know what they are mm-hmm. um so so a good example of, of an exploitation movie would be say it's a uh a, 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 a rape revenge movie mm-hmm. most movies uh, it would imply that the woman was raped yeah in an exploitation film the woman is raped in grave detail and it's very sexual and pornographic okay that's a good example of an exploitation film like just gratuitous it's, it's beyond the exploitive. point of exploitive yeah, okay. uh, uh and so um jacopetti and prosperi okay two italian filmmakers they made shockumentaries they had a famous documentary called Mondo Kane mm-hmm. that came out. I have the Wikipedia page. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It came out in 62. It's a Mondo documentary. And Mondo, what is Mondo again? A subgenre of exploitation films and documentary films. Hmm. Yeah. But so these two filmmakers, they made a lot of great exploitation documentaries. Um, and they were always accused of racism. They had a movie about Africa that kind of got people a little weird. Mm-hmm. So they were accused of being racist. So they decided to make a movie, Jacopetti and Prosperi, um, called Goodbye Uncle Tom. Okay. Where via helicopter they travel back in time to uh, ante- the antebellum south in America. And uh-huh. they just they interview like the slave masters and the slaves. And they Fuck. just kind of follow people around on the, like, you know, the slave... The, the, the transatlantic uh, slave trade, the boats and stuff. So it's it's just it's like the office almost uh-huh. in, in the slavery south. Yeah, one of the slaves spikes the lens yeah, and he makes Jim yeah. Halpert face. Um, it was filmed mostly in Haiti. Mm-hmm. The um, and the the Haitian president bankrolled it, 
and also had dinner with the directors every night. Interesting. And also gave them as many Haitians as they wanted. So whenever you see slaves, hundreds of slaves in a scene, they were all impoverished Haitians. Fuck. Who were direct descendants of slaves, right? That's how black people are yeah. in, in Haiti, right? So in the slave trade. So they got like SAG-AFTRA credits or never credited at all just a (laughs) bunch of naked haitians with chains around their necks fuck me um and so the movie's very interesting Mm -hmm. um and they were called racists even more so after it came out well i don't see why two italian men in the (laughs) in the middle of the 20th century making problematic material would ever be called racist (laughs) right uh we had a lot of good rape scenes from the masters and the slaves and just ex as exploitive as you can get it's I I got the same feeling from it, the same feeling that I was promised from watching Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah. Which is the most famous exploitation film ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't ever afraid or grossed out from Cannibal Holocaust. I've always enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, Goodbye, Uncle Tom. That's my Cannibal Holocaust. Fuck. It disturbed me, like, to the core. Yeah. Because you always hear about slavery. Because... From what I've heard, it's it's very... You always hear about no, slavery. No, it's always... From what I've read, it's very accurate yeah. to how it really was. And that's how... A lot of people call it racist, and it's, it shouldn't be an exploitation film. Mm-hmm. But I think to convey the message of yeah. how bad slavery is, an exploitation film is probably a good medium. Yeah. Because you can really get gross. Yeah. But it really kind of opened my eyes. You always just read about it. You know? You never see it really dramatized... Especially to a, such detail. I mean, the closest we've gotten in America media, Roots. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave too. That's pretty graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just rewatched. That was more like interpersonal. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. there's the the son of the plantation owner that's like a dick to mm-hmm. to Freeman, whatever his yeah. name is. Um, and you know he he tells him like build a house, and he starts mm-hmm. ripping out boards and shit. Like the psychological trauma. Yeah, I feel like is what we center on as Americans. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, but the the just fucking visceral physical the shit, total like degradation of yeah. human life. I actually recommend not as like a brow beating guilt fest, but I I recommend most people watch it just to really it's just so disturbing, mm-hmm. and it's like wow this was really going on for like a pretty long time. Yeah. And kind of ended recently in terms of countries. Pretty recently. Pretty recently. Um, But yeah, watch Goodbye Uncle Tom. It'll disturb you. I don't get disturbed with movies. It disturbed the shit out of me. Like I almost turned it off. Like crazy shit. And and I fact-checked some of the stuff. Some of it's a little fake. Yeah. Like um, slaves that that suffered from epilepsy. Mm -hmm. Once they got off the boat, they were hung upside down. And the blood rushing to their brains would cure them. That never happened. That wasn't huh. a practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Goodbye, Uncle Tom. It's been called the most racially horrifying film ever made. Fuck, what a quote. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and most people call it a racist movie. They, they yeah. say the way they handled it was racist. And they it they might be onto something with that. Because it definitely is racially gross in some I mean, parts. People have different perspectives on like what the purpose of media is. Yeah. Like a actually a close friend of ours, um, friend of the podcast, um, I got into a debate with them the other day, or a couple of weeks ago now, about whenever I go into media, I want to experience things that I wouldn't otherwise yeah. experience. I want extremes. Mm-hmm. I want to see like the depravity of man yeah. or like the fall of someone. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not there to like get like laughs. Yeah. 
Um, and they were pretty emphatic about like, well, there's some things that just don't necessarily need to be depicted for like greater mental health. Which is something or, I've never believed in. Yeah. I, I can't drive with that yeah, at all. No. I think that the purpose of Show everything. The purpose of fiction is to broaden one's horizons. Mm-hmm. To to uh to fully to the best of the the yeah. writers or the the director's ability mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to put you in a position that you wouldn't otherwise want Damn or straight. or have ever have to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, if I watch fucking like Nightcrawler, uh, yeah, one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of at least the past twenty years. Um, really good at showing like someone's like gradual descent mm-hmm. by like chipping away some layers of the character that you don't see immediately and really like giving you a, a decent perspective on like what people are necessarily capable yeah. of, but not in like, Oh, a guy snapped one day and diced up his wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in a realistic way to communicate things. So I think yeah. like a movie like that, mm-hmm. well, sure. Maybe like the, the subtext of it or like knowing the context of the creation of the movie or the, the creators mm-hmm. might, be a little problematic i think the piece itself is probably a really necessary thing and a lot of people who talk shit about it will finish what they're saying by saying that same exact thing yeah it it's it's a monstrously racist movie but it had to be made Mm -hmm. you know because uh, you know around those times all before you know 12 years of slave and like the newer stuff it was only roots yeah it had like a happy ending you know and like it was kind of it was for, for tv you know what i mean but yeah um yeah, a lot of people who talk about the movie say that like, well, they shouldn't have shown this, or they shouldn't have shown that. It's yeah. like, what? Who the fuck? But are I mean, you? like, if the if you ever concede at any point in your review of the movie that like it had to be made, you have to accept that the things in the movie had to be depicted. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And listen, everyone's always saying how we don't teach slavery enough in schools. Show yeah, them that. But, but yeah, you know, <laughs> the true. But yeah, they want to complain about showing things in a movie about yeah. slavery. It's like, which right. one do you want? You know what well, I mean? Uh, I want I want the cock and balls. At the you risk of I mean? sounding like gross neo con yeah. uh like never say the n-word the n-word is always bad mm-hmm. uh yet uh you know don't even say it whenever you're talking about like tom sawyer Huckleberry yeah Finn, right right yep mm-hmm. like if if there is historical context and this sounds this is like a t- really tired argument at this mm-hmm. point uh like when you can say the word yeah um but like you don't get away with uh with just erasing things no. Or like beautifying them, like mm-hmm. the the perspective. If you if you ask people that are proponents of like um, more like critical race theory in schools yeah. or whatever, right? They'll say, well, the U.S. has been like really beautifying the past, mm-hmm. you know, three hundred years of its existence or two hundred years. Yeah. Um, but the flip side of that is you don't just you know uh, say, well, we did bad, but don't get into any of it. Yeah. Right. I feel like a lot of people would shy away from uh, from de- either depicting through like storytelling or even mm-hmm. talking about the things that happened in that movie um, as real as they may be just because they don't want to, you know, stir the pot. Yeah. Speaking of stirring the pot, um, very normal people hated this movie came out and also David Duke. When it, <laughs> when it came out in 1971, he said it was the, mo- the strongest incitement he's ever seen to race war. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What's the, the end on that? The end kind of encourages black people to kill white people. Oh. <laughs> that was them really trying to solidify themselves as not racist by saying, all right, now it's time for you to kill white people. How do you think David Duke read that, though? Do you think he thought, oh, this is dangerous because the blacks are going to get too uppity and rise up in real life? Or do you think it was this is bad because it's 
putting a real lens on what happened. His problem was incitement. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess in the 70s, like something that we wouldn't necessarily consider inciting now. Exactly. Would be, especially it, if the movie's how you describe it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I ordered it on DVD. We'll watch it sometime mm-hmm. if you'd ever want to. It, it's a fascinating movie. Huh? Yeah. The only problem is that since they filmed it mostly in Haiti, Louisiana has beautiful mountains in the background and there are no mountains in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll watch it sometime. It's it's a very interesting movie and it's very jarring. It's, yeah. it's very disturbing. That can be. That's coming from me. Well, I watch so, a lot of shit. So what's our list now for the podcast? Sallow. <laughs> Sallow, um, come and see. Sallow, come and see. Quigley, starring Gary Busey. Uh, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. And then and Goodbye, now, Uncle Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Uncle Tom. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite the club. Yeah, so we'll be shipping a box set on launch cart <laughs> yeah. uh, in the near future of all of our commentaries. <sighs> all right, that's the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. Hey, it was good talking to y'all this week. Uh, Sorry Stephen wasn't here, but I hope y'all enjoy it anyways. I'll say what Stephen always says. Be kind to one another. (laughs) Good night.